Hi guys, welcome to I Don't Know But with Ugo the Gogo. My name is Ugo Chuku Eliche and I'm known as Ugo the Gogo to the virtual world. Today I'll be talking about the power of your belief. There's a quote I saw on Pinterest where I live, it's my second address. It says, What you believe about yourself, your life on a deep subconscious level, is what you live out daily through your actions, your words, your choices, and your habits. It's also what you attract and what you manifest tomorrow. So be mindful of the power of your belief and their power over your life. This quote was by a beautiful author known as Lala Delight. Let me talk to you about something that happened recently, not recently, last year, Shab. So I went for a gathering you know, with young people. We asked to introduce ourselves and talk about what you do. So I was ready to give them like I'm a, I'm a photographer, videographer in the making, planning on going to um, film school, OAP in the making, TV personality, done a couple of gigs here and there, gone for some competitions, you know, digital media strategies that work for various organizations, social media manager, you know, talk about the things that I do. And then these guys introduces himself before me he goes hi i am this i'm a ux ui designer i'm a creative by nature a lot of people think that they are creatives but they are not creatives um because they don't understand the idea of creativity and while this guy was talking every idea of myself just started cutting down disappearing i forgot all the things that i in quotes thoughts about myself i was like raw i'm not actually creative like i was basically scared because i was like okay ugo what do you actually think about yourself like what are you when it got to my turn i just said you know what hi i'm ugo i'm a copper i'm serving i don't even have pp yourself like i was just embarrassed and that one happened again i was in a group chat they were like introduce yourself and say what you do and everyone was like my name is this i'm a doctor on the side i sell moi moi i'm a i'm i'm a banker on the side i blog uh-uh. everybody was just giving them trust me i didn't introduce myself on that group chat because i just felt like i don't really do anything and it's a running joke i i, I have with myself but i've seen how it has subconsciously become an identity crisis so when people ask me what i do i say hi my name is ugo Chukun. i do nothing and it, it, it's not as a joke but subconsciously i, I begin to i i've started to see myself as someone that actually doesn't do anything do you understand i just feel like yeah i help out here and there but there's nothing that i can put my name on and be like yeah i've done this I don't know why I, I don't know why I think that way. Uh, one thing I've started to learn how to do recently is to sell myself. And when I mean sell myself, I mean sell myself in every good way. For fun, I read people's bios. Like I like to read people's bios. Those that are sarcastic, those that are just very serious. You know when people say I'm a social entrepreneur, I fight for the rights of women, I'm an advocate. Some people say content creator, digital media strategist. Some people are confident in their bio. I'm always in fact the latest one that I really love is digital storyteller. I'm like, uh-uh. Hmm. No, I'm I when people when i read people's bios i'm very impressed i'm so impressed and i'm of the belief that when you know what you bring to the table 
you come with a copy of your credentials for everyone on that damn table because you know what you bring. And you need to see my my it's 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 just funny because according to me, I just I used to think that I didn't, I didn't bring anything to the table. I just felt like I could help out, but Jonathan, I don't really have anything to offer like that. And there's a lesson that I've learned. Um, there is no shame in helping others see your value. You know, one of the reasons why I was afraid when that guy introduced himself as a creative and I felt like I wasn't a creative was because I saw myself through the eyes of others. But now I'm learning how to help others see me and see my worth. I was thinking, um, you're calling yourself a digital media strategist. You're calling yourself um, a, a, a social media ma- manager, a digital marketer. Have, do you have a degree in it? Do you understand? Like, do you have you, you say you're a photographer? Have you ever done a paid job before? I was just trying to, I was just basically criticizing myself. But do you know what? I might not have had a degree in uh, mass communication or digital media, but I know the hours I spent on the internet studying these things. I know the sleepless nights I had. I might not have had a graded degree on it, but it was education nonetheless. I know I know the hours it took me to learn how to edit, to learn how to take pictures. It wasn't beans. Do you understand? So even if people don't see a certificate of it in my portfolio, even if they don't see it in my CV, they need to see the work I've done. It might not have been paid, but I know the amount of hours that it took me to photograph that guy's wedding in church and even though i did it for free because he could not pay but it is still something do you understand what i'm talking about so there is no shame in helping others see your value but you have to start by seeing your value first because for you to be instrumental in other people's lives you must be secure in yourself and that was the thing i wasn't secure in who i was in my abilities do you understand? I always saw myself as a jack of all trades, but master of none. But it's amazing that I'm good at so many things, but people are actually not good at one. And I'm learning how to um, harness those skills that I have. I mean, the skills I'm very, very great at, I, I, I didn't learn them in school. I learned them on YouTube. I learned them by researching. But it does not disqualify me i remember um speaking to somebody he was like he was he was he was looking for somebody to work in his company i don't even know what the hell he does but i, I guess I'm, i was too good for him sorry that i'm talking in such a cocky way but i'm just passionate and angry at the same time if you get me um he said what do i what, what did i study which i feel like is very is a very very silly question to ask somebody I, I don't know, just be, be personally. He was like, what do you say? I said I studied international relations and politics. And he was like, oh. And this guy, I think his company is like, I think it's about TV. And I was just like, and in my mind, I had this chuckle in me like, little, did, little does he know that that's even where I'm most skilled at. But I didn't want to address it. I was just like, he asked me what I studied. He didn't ask me what I do. Do you understand? And I'm now getting my first ever paid job. 
I walked into an advertising agency and they asked me what I studied and I said I studied international relations and politics and they're like so why am I trying to get a job here and I began to tell them every skill that I have how I learned them how I've used them and they were impressed that even when I finished doing my internship they were like when I finish university if I want to work that I should come and work with them and that was because I showed them exactly why I was good for the job and it had nothing to do with why what I studied uh also one thing I've started to learn is that it's a process and quitting won't speed it up you know uh I've ventured into a lot of things trust me a lot of things I've done so many things and I've quit so many of them as well just because I wasn't getting in quotes the recognition I wanted for it or I wasn't getting let's say paid like I wanted to or it wasn't just yielding the food that I wanted to see at that moment so I quit and one thing that I'm learning is that quitting will help speed up that process do you understand there's always a process with these things so what I've learned to do is I've learned to grow in the process. I remember starting my YouTube channel and I just used to post certain things, just post, post, post. And I, I, I have been doing YouTube for like four years. And I remember how I would get so many views, but then my subscription won't grow. And I remember having like friends that just started YouTube and their subscription just went push. And I was just like, you know, are watching my video, but you're not subscribing. What was, like, what's the meaning of this? And you know what I remember? I remember this whole Waje scenario. You, I don't know if you know Waje. Waje is a vocalist in Nigeria, a powerful vocalist in Nigeria, who um, was one of the judges in The Voice Nigeria. She's very beautiful inside and outside. I'm, and what I mean, like, inside, not like I know her personally, but I'm talking about her voice, like, inside, like, she's, as in, she, she brings a powerful sound, and outside, I like mean, she looks beautiful. And this lady released a video last week about how she wants to quit music because uh, she's putting a lot of energy in it, and she's not getting the return. A lot of people tell her, YJ, we need an album from you, we need an album from you. She leaves an album, and they are nowhere to be found. Nobody's pushing it for her, and publicity takes money. And that's how I felt about my YouTube channel. I would, like... I mean, when I felt inspired to put up something, I would put up something. But I also needed my audience to help me as well because I needed to find out what they wanted. So sometimes I would say, guys, what do you want? What do you guys want to see? Nobody replies me, but then they would be DMing me and telling me, oh, I miss you. I want you. I've not seen your video. of But I'm like, you, you lot don't tell me what you want, but you want me to release a video. How can we help ourselves? Help me help you and help me help me because I need inspiration. Do you understand? I mean, it's not like as if I cannot come up with videos by myself, but you feed up of the vibe that your audience is giving you. And that's exactly as in I relate to Waji 100%. We were not giving her the vibe that she needed and she cannot keep on investing so much money in what is not yielding fruit. So I get it. But do you know what I'm I'm going to, um, the lesson I'm going to learn from Waji's experience and from my experience is that I'm going to control the narrative. Um, I'm going to make sure that the way people see me is how I want them to see me. 
Do you understand? I'm not, I'm not even going to wait for people to give me uh, a vibe. I will give them the vibe that they, that I, I'll give them the energy that I want them to give me back. Do you understand? Um, I like, I mean, I think I really went off a tangent in this podcast, but there are really two lessons that I just want us to learn from this. Actually, no, three lessons. There's actually no shame in helping others see your value. Do you understand? And for Waje, maybe for us to see her value is for, for her to actually get off the music scene and we should actually miss good music. Maybe it would remind us what good music is about. You know, the funny thing is that when she released that video, I went back, I went on Apple Music and I started listening to Waje's songs. I actually said listen to her song and I was just like wow if we indeed if this if this lady quits music Nigeria has lost a big one number two it's a process but quitting will speed it up so that's my that's my plea to anybody in Waj's um uh, position like myself I took a step back from YouTube not because I was quitting but I need to reevaluate how I wanted people to view the um, my channel and the brand do you understand so now i'm going to control the narrative and i would actually decide when i release videos i'm not even going to feed up of what people are, are telling me again because let me just tell you something you are going to receive um love from people that you don't know that's the thing about this um um life is that people closest to you and I'm not saying it to be malicious, so God forbid. I'm not saying it to be malicious. But people closest to you might not actually give you what you need. People far away from you, far away. People far away from you will just give you the love and the support that you need. And it's even better because we're not even trying to do this for the people around us. People around us have us. Jealous and they have us. We go to their house. But people far away, they don't have us as in, in close proximity. So that is the... Those are the people that we're trying to reach. Those that we cannot, that we might not be able to see or touch. Um, and for you to be instrumental in other people's lives, you must be secure within yourself. And trust me, that break that I took off YouTube helped me reevaluate how exactly I wanted to be seen and how I wanted to actually pass my message across to people. Um, I hope I didn't go off a tangent. Please, if I did, tell me that I did. Like, comment, DM me. Tell me that I did, but if I did not, and if you actually learned something, please share, please like, and do you understand? Like, I'm actually going to stay off telling people to tell me what they want. I'm actually going to like research and find out what you want and give you what you want. I'm not even going to play that card so that I don't get heartbroken again. Um, yeah, thank you for listening, for staying. For 15 minutes, this was actually so long, but thank you. And I'm signing out. Love and swag. Have a blessed day. Bye.